Hello and welcome to the Please Excuse My Potty Mouth podcast. It's your girl T. Um, I am doing this segment alone without the guys this time and it's because we're doing a special type of segment, um, a part two to what we recorded earlier this week. Um, We are going through a lot as a country, as um, just the world in general. Uh, with seeing so much oppression and so much pain and suffering and we talked a lot about that in our podcast earlier this week and we had a lot of people just express a lot of thoughts and feelings and we wanted to capture those thoughts and we decided to gather a couple of people to interview them to ask them how they're feeling in with all of this and you know where do they stand how do they feel what are their emotions what does their mental health look like um just so we can get different perspective uh, of them and we got a couple uh different races um we have white people we have brown people and we have black people who are going to speak in this segment and just kind of just to see where everybody stands in regards to the situation that we have been dealing with so um i just wanted to give you guys some context about it um but let's dive right into these interviews i hope that you guys enjoy them i hope that you guys learn something learn um maybe even adopt a new lens to how to see the world to how to see the circumstances that we're dealing with as a whole so I hope you enjoy them and you learn something from them. And yeah, here we go. Okay, so we'll just go ahead and get started. Um, okay, so Sam, please introduce yourself and just kind of tell us how you're currently feeling. Like describe your mental health right now. Like how are you feeling right now? Um, do I have to say my name? <laughs> Um, nickname, whatever you want. Uh, Sam. Uh, <laughs> how am I feeling? I. It's hard to say. I mean, I I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. I don't know how I'm allowed to feel mm-hmm. because I feel like, you know, as a a white person in this situation, like. I don't know like I feel guilty feeling some ways I feel out of place feeling another way it's confusing I feel you I feel you I definitely feel you on the feeling guilty part like yes I'm a person of color but I feel like right now we're um, our main focus is to stand with the black community so I definitely understand you on the feeling guilt and the confusing part um totally get you on that um So just to move forward, where where are your thoughts in regards to the protests and the riots that are happening all across the world? Like, what is, how do you see that? What's your outlook on that? Um, I mean, I think looking at the videos of the protests, you know, globally at this point, mm-hmm. um, looking at the people that are there, I think a lot of people are in my age range. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel proud. Yes. Because, you know, my generation is standing up for something that they believe firmly in and they're not backing down mm-hmm. regardless of, you know, race, religion, whatever it is. This is something that's unifying mm-hmm. an entire earth. And yes. it, it's awesome to see something like this. Like, it's terrible, the circumstances. But mm-hmm. I think this is the first time that you know 
so many people believe in something. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Um, It's it's very um, proud like feeling of seeing so many generations, uh, ages, religions, uh, races, ethnicities, you know, everything across the board to see so many people out there um, and just fighting for something. Yeah. fighting for something that we know we all desperately need so that is yeah it, it's a beautiful sight it is. Um, what how do you feel about like the riots and the looting and all of that stuff I, I mean I, I will say that it, it's not you know a favorable situation I, I feel for you know the communities and the small businesses in the sense that you know it, it's hard to see something like that happen to your home and it gets right. that but at the but same time who am i to tell somebody how to grieve how to feel about something that's happened to them you know if mm-hmm. a family member of mine ever passed away and you know my reaction is anger or or fear or whatever it is it's nobody's place to tell me how to react to that so mm-hmm. it's not my place to say you're in the wrong for reacting how you're reacting. And that's kind of my stance on it. And it, it's very disheartening when I hear friends of mine saying that, you know, these these protests are leading to this. And it's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was something that happened to spark this whole thing to begin with. The protest wasn't the start. And people are completely missing that mark on this whole situation. And it's hard. I will say that in the past week, I've, I don't, I don't know if I've lost friends because I wouldn't say I would call them friends. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've had a lot of people, you know, comment unfollowing and it's like, okay, I, I didn't even know that you were around to be honest, because we weren't on a level that, I would have ever considered you a friend so please by all means if you're gonna unfollow me for believing something i don't want you around anyways like right be gone <laughs> right yeah totally i am experiencing the same thing and honestly like kind of like you said it's it's you coming out of the woodworks out of the nowhere like i had somebody tell me like i i i really don't like your nasty mentality and i'm just gonna go ahead and unfriend you and um I was like, wait, like, who the fuck are you? Like, how are we friends on Facebook? I don't even know who you are. Exactly. (laughs) It's Um, it's like, okay, that, and and to just tell me, like, I'm going to go ahead and unfriend you. I had somebody post right under and say, this is not an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. And I was dead. And I was like, yes. Like, why why are you making a point of having to, oh, I'm going to go ahead and just delete you because I don't agree with it okay that's cool you don't got to tell me that right you don't got to tell me that just go ahead and do it silently be on your way my life will continue on without you right yeah and I I'll definitely uh say that I've been one who's been like I'll I'll scroll and I'll see stuff and when I see something that I disagree with and I think for me what's more painful is to see when I see my brown people when I see like my fellow Latinos and you know my my just my raza I'm just like damn for real bro like this is not the time. This is not the time. And so I clap back and they don't like it. And I say my final words and I hit the block button because we obviously don't align. So we don't got to be friends right. personally or 
up virtually so you could be gone exactly that's, that's a wrap you're just clogging up my feed with all your nastiness and i'm not about that right yes um yeah it's, <laughs> it's too much it's too much i'm like i can't with y'all like either y'all need to get with this side because there is no fucking other side there's two sides there's the uh well i mean that side and then there's the nah none of this shit is right side but the and to, go oh, ahead and the well i mean like there there is no follow-up to that it, there's literally no reason that i've ever seen like logically come from a single person that justifies the way that they feel being so against this entire movement mm-hmm. cuz there's nothing to justify it like you you there's can't live nothing. purely based on emotion like that's going to get you nowhere you have to be logical yeah, no. at some point and if you can't justify your ignorance then please just keep your mouth shut keep your mouth shut <laughs> yes <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that shit. Right. Like, if, like I'm all let's take it back to school. Right. You know, when they tell us like, if you got nothing nice to say, shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like, keep your mouth shut. You know? You're not you're not being productive to the issue at hand. You're and that's what, nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Um, so in 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 with that, I wanna ask how um I know you know, everybody's trying to do their part and trying to contribute. To, to the movement and spread awareness. Um, have you been involved in anything that has been, you know, I know a lot of us are sharing stuff, but um, have you attended a protest or anything like that that you can share with us as far as your experience with um, contribution to the movement? Um, a protest? No. I'm terrified of big crowds. The thought of it just gives me such anxiety and I, just, I don't want that to come off as like a cop out. Um, no, but I think that most of this I've been working on me personally and developing my knowledge around the situation. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, you know, looking into a lot of resources as far as like anti-racism and things like that and learning about that. And I've had a lot of really tough discussions with a lot of family members um, mm-hmm. this past week. And it's it's pretty devastating actually to see where a lot of my family falls in all of this and I I didn't really know mm-hmm. that these people were people in my family like I I knew that you know like my aunts and my uncles you know my parents they're they're from a different time and mm-hmm. you know not to justify that but their ignorance is it's awful and you know my parents absolutely raised me you know not to see anyone of a different color as less than I will say right but, but that was kind of the extent of my education they never kind of explained to me why um so I mean unfortunately at the age of 30 now is when I'm starting my you know journey on immersing myself in this and finding out you know what it really means to you know not just not be racist but you know to be an ally to you know try and help this situation move forward and not just stay where it's been forever yes and honestly i feel like and I, i i i i'm gonna give you full respect for that because i think that's what a lot of people like as much as we are giving out we're giving a lot of energy into the earth, into the world. Um, 
trying to spread awareness and contribute however we can. But it, it's also very important um, for us to individually, you know, work on ourselves yeah. with this and really look at our biases and really look at how we see things, um, you know, like even down to like, what kind of political party do I, am I representing? Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's so many questions and I think that's very important. And, you know, nobody's going to be mad and that you're not protesting that you're not out there. I've been seeing so many people talking about how like, like parents saying like, Oh, my kids are getting backlash because they're not out there protesting with their friends. You know, like, yes, my kids are half black, but I'm terrified for my kids to be out there. And I, it's really crazy to be mad at somebody for not protesting. Like, mm -hmm not everybody can make it out there it's understandable but there's other ways to do it and so I, I commend you and I respect you for saying that I, I can go out there um, but I'm working on myself and I'm trying to understand this fully yeah. because at the end of the day that is what we need um, to work collectively to heal collectively um, to, to all be on the same page of what is right and what is wrong right so I commend you for that um, but yeah that's that's beautiful. Yeah. And then the whole like talking to your parents, like I know that's probably like a really tough thing to do. You know, it's it's hard to to unlearn something that you have been set on for years after years, generations after generations. So that barrier can be very thick to break. But yeah, as long as you continue to plant seeds, all you have to do is continue to plant seeds and, and hope for the better. Um, and that's all we can really do, honestly. Yeah. You know, no, for sure. Um, um, I wanted to ask you, um, with everything that's going on with our current circumstances, what do you believe is a fair goal, like, to what we're protesting, to what we're spreading awareness for, to for this movement? What Besides the, the sheriffs or the, the cops getting convicted or charged, what do you feel will be a fair goal overall? I, I honestly don't think that I can... I don't think I have a place to say, um, but I think that something that absolutely could and should come out of this is, you know, I think there needs to be a lot more education around racism and what it looks like and, you know, how we can fight it and how we can recognize it. And I mean, for instance, I, I was texting James yesterday, I think it was, mm -hmm. about something oh I listened to the podcast on Monday uh, or yesterday and I um, I always like to text him and kind of give him my feedback on every episode because that's just who I am <laughs> yeah. and, yes we thank you for that <laughs> and and I kind of told him you know I don't really know how I feel about it um, because I, I just that's just kind of how I am like I, I'm a very critical person in the sense that I analyze things, I think about them, and then I kind of decide. And I told yeah. him, you know, I might go back and listen to it. And he said, you know, I've been getting a lot of texts from my white friends, and a lot of them are feeling guilty or ashamed of, you know, being white. And that's, yeah. you know, not the goal. And I told him, you know, I, I can relate to that because I will say that, you know, up until... I finally like started to, you know, delve a little deeper in all of this. I, I never really, like I knew I had white privilege. I knew it was something that mm -hmm. was there. I was born with it. Right. But I think I always thought of it as, you know, a light switch and on and off. You know, you, 
you pull your white card, you, you know, you, you use it. Some people abuse it, whatever. I mean, anyone who uses it, abuses it. But right. I think I've come to the realization that like, it, it's not like that at all. It, there is no off for white privilege. It's always there. Somebody approaches me, thinks of me differently than they would, you know, any of my friends of color. So right. I think that that's kind of been something that I'm just now realizing. And I think that there could be a lot more education around things like that. You know, yes. children can be told that, you know, we're, we're not as fragile as people think when we're young, we're very impressionable. And why not use that to an advantage and, right. you know, put those impressions in the minds of young children. You know, you have this thing, don't abuse it, utilize it, help people with it. So yes. I, I think that, you know, like I said, it's not really my place to, you know, decide what justice would look like. But I do think that as a white person, I would like to see more education around the topic. Yes, I definitely agree. And about the kids stuff, like, yes, children are resilient mm -hmm. and they are sponges. Um, and yeah, like if we use the, the whatever type of privilege that we do have, um, whatever race that we are in whatever form that we have it, whatever power, we all have some type of power, um, some form of magic to to use, like definitely to utilize it to teach people and not be aggressive about it or passive aggressive about it. Just, you know, genuinely try to get people to understand um, how this is not okay and how we could be better. Yep. We could be better. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Um, Okay, so last question for you. And this is just, it's more so um, a time for you to just, you know, vent, you know, let us know how you feel uh, or just anything like final thoughts, just in general. Like if you need to, if there's something that you've been like holding on to and you just want to let it go, um, you know, just go ahead. Let go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Put me on the spot. So, um, honestly, it's a difficult question. I, I, it's really hard to be like, oh, what do I want to like, you know, I think about if I was asked this question, I, I don't know. I'd probably like come out of this tone that I'm talking right now and I'd probably be a little bit more aggressive, <laughs> um, but I want to give you the, the space to kind of just vent out how you feel overall and just your final thoughts on all of this girl <laughs> um go ahead girl spill it out I, just, I i don't know it's it's a disgusting situation and you know it's it's pinned a lot of people against each other and i think that that makes it even worse and you know this this whole all lives matter thing i think is for me the most triggering thing Mm -hmm. um because nobody at any point has said that somebody's life doesn't matter all right that's i think just it's, it's it's ignorant and i see a lot of people on that side throwing around the fact that people who do support the black lives matter movement as ignorant mm -hmm. and it, it's just the pot calling the kettle black in the sense that you know, you think that we don't understand you, but you're not taking the time to understand us. Mm -hmm. And it, it's infuriating. And it, I just, 
it's all just it's a lot and I guess I've cried more in the past you know week week and a half than I have in a really long time because it's sad and for somebody to be so blind as to not see what's going on in the world and and think that you know everything's hunky-dory it's it's mind-boggling to me and I think a lot of people just live in this bubble of the world is perfect and it's because we've never had a struggle you know I I wasn't I wasn't raised with a silver spoon in my mouth but I can honestly say that I've I've not had many struggles you know even as a female you know the world's not the easiest for a female but I'm Mm -hmm. still not a person of color and I recognize that and it's I don't I don't know it's it's frustrating I don't even know if I'm making any sense I'm pretty sure I'm just rambling (laughs) (laughs) that's okay you know you're it's it's a very confusing time there it's really hard to describe it is and I, overall feelings it's it's hard I don't know if I'm allowed to feel the emotions that I feel because I don't know if it's my place but I feel like if I don't then I'm I'm no better than anybody else nah girl you know? your feelings are valid just as anybody else's you know like it's a confusing time and we're all gonna we all are feeling all kinds of ways different ways guilt shame embarrassment mm-hmm. proud we, we are feeling a turmoil of emotions so it is hard to describe and try to pinpoint exactly like let me tie all these emotions on a bow and call it you know it's mm-hmm. that's hard it's hard to do so but at the end of the day however you feel is valid because those are your feelings and you have to express them yeah feel it um ashamed of your feeling those feelings for and Thank it's you. more of understanding you know, and of like healing myself i'm trying to understand researching and you know when you feel certain feelings like ask yourself those questions like why do i feel like this let's let's get to the root of those feelings so we can change those feelings to be positive ones mm-hmm. um so your feelings are very valid um so i just i want you to know that um so after this call you can you know think about that the next time because i i'm with you on the crying girl the crying is fucking real um so i commend you and that was my last question so i really do appreciate your input and all of the all of the emotions and your words your thoughts and your suggestions and just giving us your overall perspective i feel like it's going to go a long way um to the people that are not people of color um hopefully yes that is the goal right that's what we want um so yeah i thank you so much i appreciate you um and i will i will talk to you soon all right bye girl so yes welcome jay um i want you to go ahead and just introduce yourself um tell us how you're currently feeling um just just tell us a little bit of how just how would you describe your mental health right now with all of this that's happening right now? Uh, well, my name is Jay Carter. I'm actually from uh, Angeles, but I grew up in New Orleans. So uh, um, just think, you know, what's going on right now? Um, it started off mentally I was in a bad place because, you know, I was, you know, here we go again. Here, here's something that keeps happening time and time again. Um, even from when I was growing up in Louisiana, the stuff that happened there, and to see what happened to uh, Mr. Floyd that day, um, 
kind of just angered me. Right. But um, it changed recently. I, I, I was driving, and I posted this on Facebook. I was driving through Encinitas, and um, I'm in a predominantly white city, and these people are jogging and surfing, and everything's going on. And I hit this one corner, and in the middle of this corner, it's a Black Lives Matter movement, and most of the people there are white. They had a had a shrine to Mr. Floyd and uh, some of the other people, Trayvon Martin and other people who have passed away and uh, or were murdered. I don't want to say passed away because they were murdered right. in the past. And that, that that changed the way I felt because for the first time, I'm 47 years old, I felt like white people were getting it. I felt like, okay, you know, they're coming around. And to see more and more people speak out uh, to see companies like Ben and Jerry's, their posts um, speak out. That, that that really changed my mental, but it changed my heart. I was driving today in Point Loma, mm-hmm. and I was heading out there because I was uh, I heard there was a uh, another rally, and sure enough, there was about fifty cops and a whole bunch of people marching out there. And I'm like, you know, they're, they're not letting it die. Right. These marches were were led by. You know, white kids, I don't want to call them kids, but when you're 47, somebody who's 25 is a kid, right, yeah. just that's <laughs> what it is. And, 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 and to see that, just, I was, and I was on my way to, to go there because I knew it started at 6, but I didn't get out of work to 6.30, and they had already started. But to see that, um, that, 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 that did me some good to like, hey, you know what, maybe the future is in good hands. Maybe people are coming around. Right. And so that's where I'm at right now. I'm in a much better place I was, you know, four, five, six days ago. Yes, I definitely agree. I definitely see, I see change and I can see it coming for sure. Um, what are your thoughts in regards to, um, you know, you spoke a little bit about these protests and how these protests are ending up in riots and, you know, with the looting just all across, you know, in all the cities that it's been happening. Like, what are your thoughts on, on that? Well, I have many thoughts on the looting because um, I come from the military. I was in the Navy for a while, and this is, you know, collateral damage often happens when uh, you go to war, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes these things happen. But I also believe a lot of this looting is being perpetrated by uh, groups. You know, we, we're finding out more and more uh, neo Nazis or, or KKK members are uh, participating in these riots. Mm-hmm. Um, just to cause destruction. But at the same time, if you look at uh, the civil rights, and everybody brings up Martin Luther King, great guy, I'm not going to sit up here and say one bad word about Dr. Right. King. But people forget, and, and it, it angers me when I hear people say, why can't you do this peacefully? The civil rights more, uh, movement of the 60s, the 50s and 60s, was not peaceful by right. any means. And, and the five days prior to uh, the 1968 Civil Rights Act, there was, you know, like they said, $47 million worth of damage mm-hmm. was done. That's what forced that change. But then you also think about um, Tulsa. And I, I, and I read recently that another bombing, I believe, happened in Philadelphia mm-hmm. that wiped out a whole neighborhood. And that was carried out by the FBI. Mm-hmm. And um, people want to tell folks to protest peacefully. And I'm like, well, why, at what point did black folks, brown folks, Asian folks, uh, with concentration camps, anybody, uh, you know, have it peacefully. So why should we protest peacefully now when we haven't had it peacefully? Right. We tried peace. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Yes. And y'all told him that was disrespectful. 
So we tried the peaceful way and you wouldn't listen. And then you saw a man get killed because somebody sat on his or kneeled on his neck for nine minutes. And now you want to tell us to continue to be peaceful? I'm not with that. Right. Because um, this has gotten your attention. And so that's how I feel about it. Is it collateral damage? Sure. But a building can be replaced. A life can't. Right. And if this stop, you know, people losing their lives, I'm all for it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, I'm, I don't condone the violence. I don't condone the looting. And, you know, a lot of people, I feel like, like you said, taking advantage of the situation at hand and causing more destruction than needs to be and turning it into something that shouldn't be, you know, turning a peaceful protest into destruction. Definitely don't condone all of that. But at the same time, yeah, I do feel the same. If some shit needs to get lit up to get your attention, then go by all means. You know, light that shit on fire if that's going to get some attention from somebody. Like, you obviously don't hear my voice. You don't hear my peaceful protesting. So mm -hmm. maybe if I light this whole ass building on fire, he might actually hear me. Um, and when people, you know, I, I always think like if you mess with people's money, people are going to all, like, all of a sudden pay attention. And if people looting and you know destroying these buildings is causing people money of course people are going to listen and i feel like we're definitely getting that and again it, it's it sucks businesses are being ruined bu buildings are crumbling um but yes you can easily replace those you can easily build those buildings right back up you can paint over them replace them windows whatever you got to do but you cannot bring all the lives that have been taken out of here wrongfully that you cannot bring back exactly Mm -hmm. Not at all. Plus, th there's this sense of, um, for me, I think about how everything gets here, you know, and um, I, I, I talked about this the other day. You go to any museum, that stuff was given free, most of it anyway, that stuff was looted. Mm -hmm. But then you show it up like it's yours. So this country has a history of going to other nations, taking what they want, and then when somebody's asking for change just to be equal, you're telling them that that's wrong to do. Mm -hmm. But that's America. America was a, was founded on violence. The Boston Tea Party. Right. You were founded on violence. It's part of this country's, it's woven into the history of this country. Mm -hmm. So if you want exact change, you show me any great change in any country, and I'll show you that it had some violence behind it. Right. That, that's just what it is. Yes, I agree. Um, uh, go moving forward to my next question, um, I want to ask mm -hmm. um, with with the spreading of awareness and contributing to the movement that we have at hand right now um, with the Black Lives Matter movement and just honestly just seeking justice movement. Um, how, like I know that you know some of us are posting memes, some of us are protesting. What would you say is how you have been? Um, allowing space to contribute to these movements and spreading awareness about the issue at hand? Well, one, um, I, I love posting about, you know, what's going on, my feelings personally. Mm -hmm. um, but I've also gone out and participated in, in um, not only protesting, but I've also um, helped clean up. So I live in La Mesa. And La Mesa, um, for, for those who don't know, uh, the day after uh, Mr. Floyd passing, there was another guy um, that was harassed by the looming cops. And so the right. uh, Mesa had, you know, they burned down the buildings, they burned down the Chase Bank, Union Bank, a historic building. Next day, people got up in the morning, protested that night, got up the next morning, went and helped clean up the city. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've tried to participate 
and as many protests as I possibly can. Um, I've been working every day, but the ones I can get to in the afternoon, um, try to take my son, my 12-year-old with me, and, and that's one way of getting out there. And then just talking to people. Uh, what's yeah. great is I have a lot of friends who are um, white or Mexican that have, yeah. have brought it up and, and want to talk about this. And um, I don't want to, you know, I don't. I, I guess it's all right to talk about one of my friends, TJ. Um, he came up to me, and um, white guy, he's married to a, a, a black lady. And he came up and he was like, "Man, I'm sorry," you know. He's like, "I didn't, I didn't know." And we had this 15, 20 minute conversation. And he's posted more recently and just talked about it. And I think that's a, a big thing. Everybody thinks they have to do this big grand gesture. And sometimes it's just talking to your neighbor, talking to a friend. Yes. Who then spreads yes. that message to someone else. You don't, everything doesn't need to be televised. Sometimes it could just be a one-on-one -on -one conversation or something you post that you won't ever know struck somebody to their soul and has them enact action. So I say whatever. For me, it's posting, talking to people, um, trying to join with as many protests as I can. That's how I do it. But for somebody else, it might be writing a song lyric or, or doing a piece of art or writing a poem. Right. Just do whatever comes to you that makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're contributing. That's all it takes. That's right. I agree. And uh, I live in La Mesa, too. And the writing with the... I live in front of the Social Security building. So, mm -hmm. you know, I got to see that firsthand of... But they were they were literally lighting fireworks right next to my car. I had to go and move it. Um, wow. Yeah, I got to see it all firsthand. The noises were so loud. I was, mm. I, I was, I was scared, and not in the sense of like, oh my god, they're gonna come over here and just like, I'm fear. I fear for the people, like, and not in that sense. I just, I fear for the people out there um, that are doing these things, and I just, you know, the, the trouble that they might get into, the, the harm that they can cause each other or the harm that can be caused on them for being out there. Um, that was my fear. And I was like, look, I'm in my home. I, I feel safe right here where I'm, where I'm at. Um, you know, again, they were doing their thing, but I was like, look, do your thing, but let me move my car first, you know? Um, let me go ahead and Absolutely. move my car. And, you know, I, yes, it went into the, like, early hours of the, of the, of the morning, Sunday, and I got to see all the cleanup. Like I was seeing all kinds of people passing by my house, gloves, buckets, wagons, full of cleaning supplies, painting. It was a beautiful sight to see. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I I was part of the La Mesa protest too. I was, I was out there. So it, it was a beautiful sight to see. And I definitely agree about having conversations with people because it's it does take a simple a conversation. You can literally just be like, look, maybe you haven't seen it this way. So I'm gonna just tell you my perspective and maybe it'll change up maybe it'll shake you up a little bit to realize this is how we feel or this is how so-and-so feels. Um, so I, I'm with you on that one. Um, how do you, or, or what do you believe is, will be a fair goal to the current circumstances? Like I know the, the cops are being, you know, charged and all that kind of stuff, but what do you believe is a fair goal to everything that's happening? Well, this, okay. This is a great question because uh, we were, just discussing this amongst uh, there's like five of us talking about this and there, to me that that's a hard question because there's no real except total quality right and, and when I say that I, I just don't mean you know cops not beating on on anyone 
I don't care if they're black, white, whatever color they are. But it's it's also the fairness when it comes to lending practices, education, healthcare. If this is supposed to be a truly united country, all those th- issues have to be addressed. Mm-hmm. I just don't want cops to stop harassing young black men and killing young black men and young black women. I want those same kids to have opportunities in college, have opportunities if they don't want to go to college to be able to explore their talents and use them and not be judged for them. I once read that, you know, there's two different cultures, one with a capital C and one with a small C. And often the culture of black people is with a small C and they, and they, they look at us different that whatever we're doing is wrong. And I want that access for everybody to right. whatever their their endeavor, they should have the same opportunity across the board. So when I said that, everybody was looking, because they were just thinking about the police. And right. I'm like, that's just a small part of it. You know how hard mm-hmm. it is to be a, a, a person of color and try to get a loan or, or, or try to get an adequate education? My biggest concern with my son my youngest son is, I want to make sure he's getting treated fairly at school. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, white people never even think about it. They never even, my kid, is my kid getting treated fairly at school? Right. So, so it's, it's a very broad um, goal that I have in mind. And it, it's that equality, but in all areas. And uh, I won't ever see that in my lifetime. I don't think it'll happen in the next hundred years. But as long as we progress in towards it, that's what I truly believe is the end goal. Is, is true equality for everyone. I definitely agree. We, It's just, like you said, across the board. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter where you come from. None of that matters. You know, yes, it starts with the reforming of police. And like you said, it's, it's definitely going to be a very long process. And I don't... I honestly, I think about myself too and think maybe like, yeah, I probably see progression in the rest of my life, but I don't think that I'm going to be able to see it all across the board um, the way we hope to see it. Um, But progression is needed little by little. So I feel like right now it's like, okay, we're looking into the cop situation and having them like not be brutal against people of color or any color for that matter. It's, it's changing that part. It's, and then moving to the next part that needs changing. It's a lot of minds need to be unlearned of traditions that they have been carrying generation after generation and that's what needs to it's beautiful to see you know the younger crowd like you said the kids out there who are protesting who are organizing these events who are of the younger generations who can hopefully take this back to their mother their their mothers and their fathers and their families who have been stuck in old ways and old mindsets and hopefully you know I feel the progression, like I said, I see the change and I can only hope to see as much as I can in my lifetime. Um, right. Yeah, well, those yeah. kids, Go ahead. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I just want to say, what's fascinating about watching these young folks, um, which, which really does my heart good is they have, they realize they have access to information. So uh, I shouldn't say they realize it, but they use it. They use their cell phones, they use their computers to say, wait, is this true? And I think what's, what happened, I know growing up in the South for me, is these, you know, you had across the tracks where all the black folks live, and you had on the other side of the tracks where all the white folks live, and they really didn't mingle. So you had those stereotypes lingered in their mind because they really couldn't come together. 
with kids now today, they can give them a chat room and talk to a kid in France and a kid in, you know, Nairobi and then a kid in England and they come together because they all have the same interests, mm -hmm. but it's on a global scale. Yes. So they get to meet people that don't look like them and then realize, you know, what, what's said about this is not true. And that's why I think they're more readily to listen to other sides. Yeah. It's the listening part that you get. They don't want to listen to other people. They think they already know it and they don't. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to be a black woman in this country. Right. But if I'm willing to listen, I can take something from that. Right. If I'm if I'm willing to listen to other people's story, and that's what more people need to do is start listening. Yeah. Don't be so quick to talk without listening. Yes, I agree. Um, I just want to give you the last this the, the last question. Um, it's basically just uh, what what it's it's your it's your time to just event let us know how you truly feel you know your final thoughts on all of this um that you haven't said already just you know it's your the floor is yours just say your final thoughts and you know if you need to vent let it release what that's passionate anger whatever your passionate um justice whatever it is that you want to express um i'm going to give you the floor to go ahead and um express yourself thank you so much first of all i want to say thank you for having me on the show Whenever somebody gives you the opportunity to voice your opinion, I, I personally relish it because that means somebody took the time out to actually care what I thought about a subject. Um, but to how I feel, there's a couple of things. The first thing is about fucking time. Yes. I don't know if you get curse or not, but that's how I'm Yes, go ahead. Say all the bad words you about, want. <laughs> okay, about fucking time. Um, people who know me know I'm constantly posting about this. I went to school for sociology. Um, went to get a master's in uh seek a master's in gender studies uh, so this has always been close to me um i wanted to host talk radio about these very subjects so this has always been something i that concerned me so to see this going on and to feel like i'm not that one person on an island you know out of you know ten thousand people and there's another person over here just it fucking makes me feel so good yeah. but i'm also so angry because there's so much that needs to be done and i look at our present administration and i, I said i was going to bring trump into this because i don't think this moment i have to say this because he gave me this this opportunity yes, go ahead. this administration does nothing to bring people together mm -hmm. it's piss poor it's it, it's run amok it, it's Egotistical, is is misogynist, it's, it's all of that. And if he took the time to just step back and say, let the people who are smarter than me do the right thing. And as a president, I should be trying to bring people together. And I know he'll never do this. It's not in a Right. But the problem isn't Trump. It's the people around him. It's the supporters. If you can't see what is going on now, you still realize he hasn't said anything accommodating to that family of Mr. Floyd. That's the president. People are riding in the streets about this. And instead of saying, hey, let's sit down, let's calm our heads prevail. Let me soothe this pain, this heartache, this, this what's going on with the people. He's just stoking the fire. Just stoking the fire. Doesn't care. Hiding mm -hmm. his bunker. And that that that's the one thing that pisses me off more than anything. Right. But I am loving seeing what these young folks are doing, and that's gonna 
that that rings more true to me than anything that Trump could do. I am loving these young folks. So young folks, keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Take it from an old head. You're going down the right way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I love it. I really do love it. And I, that's it. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, I and I am in a full agreement with you. Um, thank you so much for you know sharing space with us and giving us all your thoughts and your sharing your emotions and your feelings about this the current circumstances and you know all we can do is hope for the better always and hope that we can continue to progress um towards justice for all and equality amongst all so thank you so much for coming on and for being open to doing this and um i hope that we can reconnect again in a future episode anytime anytime awesome thank you so much all right i'll talk to you soon yep absolutely take care bye-bye All right, so welcome, Sonia, welcome to um, this episode of the podcast. It's, it's a really special one to have so many people on. Um, so I just want to begin by asking you to just introduce yourself and just kind of tell us how you're doing mentally, um, like how you're currently feeling, like describe what your mental health is looking like right now with everything that is going on right now. Well, first off, let me say thank you guys for having me on. I know y'all have plenty of people to talk to. It's, it's an honor, girl. It's an honor. My name is Sonia. I am born and raised in San Diego. I'm Mexican-Dominican. And how am I feeling right now? My mental health, I'm, you know, hanging in there. Trying to educate as many people as I can while keeping my peace. Girl, <laughs> you ain't the only one, man. I feel you on that one. It's It's, it's hard to, like keep that peace um with so much going on no for sure it's it's fault it's not falling into those traps and not being petty and taking the time to you know just breathe for a second and then educate yes yes spreading that education (laughs) um so i just want to get your thoughts on um in regards to the protests the riots the, the looting you know that are happening around the world like where are your thoughts with all of that First off, Black Lives Matter. Uh, oh, cr- that out there. Uh, <laughs> Latinos for Black Lives, like it's a thing. Um, I mean, it, it's a sad time, but I, I can't even say I'm surprised we're heading this way. It's about damn time. It's unfortunate right. that it's had to go this way. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, anyone with common sense, you don't want to see your city burned down and all that. But at the same breath, I have a breath and I don't want that to be taken away. So. Mm-hmm. People, I, I genuinely do not understand how people are so surprised that violence is just now erupting. People are pissed. People have been mad. I don't know if I can pissed. Go ahead, girl. Say them all. <laughs> I'm like, people are pissed. They've been mad. And it's about damn time. Like, you listen. People, that's what it is. It's people aren't listening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're listening now. We got all 50 states. We, we have everyone's attention right now. Right. How do you feel about like the riots and and it turning into like looting and stuff like that see when i all three protests i've been at i myself haven't witnessed any rioting uh we were peacefully praying and stuff but i mean when the cops and just our law enforcement come out in riot gear and they're ready for war it it creates that tense atmosphere like when people buck up what do you think is gonna happen Um, Of course, you don't want people to loot and riot, but at the end of the day, commerce talks, money talks in every situation. You hitting companies where it hurts, I mean, it's unfortunate, but 
Y'all are listening. The retailers, for the first time ever in any movement, are standing in solidarity. Right. That's something to be said. Yes, I agree. I... I've been saying this several times to several people and I'm just like, look, yes, it is unfortunate that, you know, businesses and buildings and all that kind of stuff is being destroyed and being looted. And but again, I- we need to be able to separate the looters from the peaceful protesters because people are taking advantage of the situation. And, um, yeah, Don't get me wrong. People are for sure taking advantage. But at the same time, I, I think people fail to realize that people have been without work for three, four months now. There's a lot of people that still haven't even gotten unemployment. And mm-hmm. if I know any of the hustlers in my life, yeah, you're stealing a TV. But at the end of the day, I promise you, they're going to flip that TV for someone who got a stimulus check and get that cash. Just, that's okay. Do. I saw this uh, picture of a man who looted, like, I don't know what store it was, but he had a car seat and diapers, a box of diapers and wipes. I was not mad exactly. at it. I said, go ahead and do you. Okay. He was a responsible thief. Like, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Um, uh, for sure, yeah, and, and yeah, you're definitely hitting the point people of like, go without. yeah, yeah, that's stupid people, but mm-hmm. and, and not people's pockets, you know, hurting people's Absolutely. pockets is, is, is what it's getting people's attention because if it was another mm-hmm. thing that we were doing, you know, whatever other kind of violence protesting or that they fear or, or that they feel is not appropriate, um, I don't think it would get as much as that attention when you see a whole ass building in ashes all of a sudden right. people are outraged well, writings in the textbooks it's in our history it's in the tea party it's in all the other it's it's in our museums for that matter but mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about that <laughs> right people don't want to talk about that people are not ready for that conversation and i think that is what this this is what's causing that conversation and i think all those people who are saying the things that they should not be saying are just mm-hmm. they don't even know how to face this uncomfortable feeling that yeah, we are all it's been suppressed for so long and we're finally bringing it to the forefront where it really should be right it's in your face now so get uncomfortable <laughs> get uncomfortable and and come this way you know get on the right side because there is mm-hmm. there is only the right side and the wrong side there is no in between there is no yes i'm all for black lives yeah, matter not, but not all lives that. matter no there is no buts absolutely not on it, that. it's either you are with the what is right for human beings and humankind or you are just on the wrong motherfucking side mm-hmm. and when you start to show signs of you being on the wrong side people are gonna come for you i know i've been coming for people <laughs> and i'm okay with that people just need to listen sometimes they haven't been told and that's a lot of shit. it's not listening to each other and listening to what we need Hmm. Hmm. and you know you talked about you know you attending these protests and i just wanted to you know, ask you kind of to elaborate more on that, you know, how are you basically contributing to the movement of Black Lives Matter and spreading awareness about it? And I know that I've seen you very active in those protests and spreading awareness with information and how people can support um, in all the different ways that they can. So can you just give us a little bit more insight of like how you've been um, providing that space for others? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the first like Saturday and Sunday uh, when the, you know, the protests were first starting, I was out there, actually brought my niece out there, and for the most part, it was a pleasant experience until we started getting boxed in. And I don't know if people know, but I recently had a hip surgery. So Mm -hmm. I'm still disabled, according to the state of California. Um, Okay. (laughs) So it was then when, you know, people were, you know, get on the ground, get on the ground, and I physically cannot get on the ground as a disabled person. And I'm Mm -hmm. shit. Like, my life is very much in danger being here trying to support and I need to know my lane. So 
Right. For me, hey, we, we, I'm like, yeah. You could only take so many risks. Yeah, for me, I, I, I kind of realized, like, yo, I can't be a foot soldier as much as I want to be and as much as we need the bodies out there. That's not my lane. So I've kind of shifted my focus toward educating people, telling people when our city council meetings are, telling people ways they can donate, black businesses they can support. Just getting that information, plugging the homie, that's what it's about. Yes. Oh, crrr, y'all hear that? Nothing to plug your homies. Quit being jealous. Right. <laughs> this is the time to support your people of color friends. You know, Absolutely. like this is the time, not the time to turn around and act silent. And like, I think no. the nasty army does a brilliant job at that of just gathering their team, their members, plugging everybody. You need a baker, you need a photographer, you you know, someone selling t-shirts. Y'all know someone for everything. And that's beautiful that's to right. see. Yes, I definitely <laughs> agree. And I, I've been, I protested, protested too. And I, it, it is beautiful. It is beautiful to be out there yeah. to see so much diversity and, no, you know, different ages. Kids that out the, there as well. And I know it's scary, coronavirus. Yeah. Are they? But it's important for them to, to understand this. Imagine what, Absolutely. you know, your niece is going to take away from this, you know, years from now Absolutely. and say, like, I was there. I was a part of change. Yeah. And for me, that was um, the biggest part getting these kids to see, like, hey, y'all are up next. Like, right. We, and we it, ain't all ahead, but, you know, you guys are the future. That's right. That's, that's right. And, and if the whole point of, of, of having to go through all this to the extent of, of how it's been going, it's so that way they don't have to fight this hard. Absolutely. You know, that that's the whole point of this and, and to hope that progression continues that we don't and that our future um, doesn't suffer the way our generation and the previous ones have suffered. You know, it's, right. it's, it's it leaving has to stop. your babies a future to begin with. Right. Yes, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you or, or what do you believe is it's a very like hard question to answer um the past two people kind of struggled with this question but what do you believe is a fair goal to our current like circumstances overall like i know that the cops have been charged and they've been arrested um so of course we're we're glad about that Absolutely. but what is what would you consider a fair goal overall so, and that's a start it's a start to first of all have them charged but i want to see convictions to begin with um, right start starting there at the issue um, it's one thing, yeah, they get charged. These people get charged and they get bailed. They get charged and get two years of probation. I want to see actual convictions fitting a murder because that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, going wrong, I have family in law enforcement. I have family in DHS. Um, I do believe police are necessary. There's, you know, crazy people are crazy people. But the the extent of the power and the extent of the funding that they have is completely asinine. When teachers don't have what they need, when healthcare workers don't have the equipment they need to care for save lives, Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. Our kids don't have food, but they have five hundred million dollars to abuse people. Like, don't get me wrong. I I know everybody's gonna say, "Oh, all cops aren't bad." Whatever. They need to be funded. Absolutely, it's it's a public service. The same way we would fund our fire department. Our fire departments don't even get the funding that they do. So I feel decreasing that policing budget allocating that to the shit that they're protecting anyway they don't want homeless people on the streets and they're getting rid of homeless people let's house the homeless let's fix let's help our vets let's right invest in our parks invest in our schools the shit that they need policing didn't need to be policed if we actually fix fix the issues Mm -hmm. that's right i feel like 
I've seen so many comments of like people saying like, you know, you guys are doing all this stuff, but as soon as you run into an emergency, you're gonna be calling nine one one. You're gonna need the help. And I don't. That's the thing though. Like, I our house got broken into. I promise you, I called my brother who lives, you know, thirty minutes away from me. And the cops, when they're like, "All right, finally call them," they showed up four hours later for a home invasion. Yep. Four or five I, hours. It, my brother it, was here in twenty minutes. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I've seen those comments, and I'm like, "Look, I, I, same. I, I, I think I've called a cop like twice, and the first time it was, yeah, somebody was like threatening, like to break my windows and stuff like that. So I called, and they were two hours late. I mean, they were long gone by then. Exactly. Like, what's the point of you showing up now? And it's scary. I, I, I could have been murdered. As people of color. Maybe we have that fear that other people don't have or have never experienced. There's even people of color who've never experienced that. And that's amazing. But for those of us who have, calling the cops is almost scarier than handling shit on your own. Ooh, at least that's I, right I, there. I might square up with homegirl trying to fight me or homegirl trying to break in. But I right. can't square up with a cop. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, which one do I choose? Right. So... Like we're calling for an emergency and they are gonna come and judge us. Like we were a problem to the to the cause. Like nah, yeah, I'm not trying to get judged off my skin color today. Nah, what were you doing? Where were you coming from? Like none of that shit matters if I'm telling you my house is being broken into. Right. Ooh, girl, I feel you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of change that you know, like you said, it's. It starts with the convictions. It starts with, you know, defunding the police. Why are y'all giving them so much damn money if they ain't even using it right? They just out here just killing people. And yes, there's good cops. And yes, there's the bad Absolutely. cops and all that kind of stuff. But like you said, like we said, if if we were on all the same page, we would not have to call the police as often as we need to. You know, we well, wouldn't and that's need- the other thing. It's like what what you got to really look at what the fuck people are calling the police on. Like the Karens of the world calling police on lemonade stands. Those people need to be charged with police reporting. Like, period. Stop wasting time, wasting money. Right. Stop profiling. Like, that's part of the fact that their cops are even responding that is bullshit. Right. Where does it end? You respond to a lemonade stand, but don't don't respond to an intrusion. Like, that don't make no fucking sense. At all. Mm -mm, (laughs) No. So I want to give you the these last couple of minutes. Um, I just want you to vent or let us know how you truly feel about everything that's happening like your final thoughts and you know if you just basically express anything else that you haven't said um yet and just kind of let it all out this is your space to do so um so i want to give you the floor and the space to do that so go ahead girl tell us how you feel i think at the end of the day the one thing that we need to remember right now especially right now is it's not the time to be divided it's the time to be united and it sounds so cheesy and so cliche but i promise you there's 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 power in numbers. There's power in people going out and voting. Imagine we, we lost this last election from government officials by 10 votes. You could have brought 10 people with you to come vote. And that would have made a difference in, in a policy that c- could have been the change. Right now, unite. Like, yeah, there's plenty of the shit that can divide us. We're all different. That's the beauty of us. But acknowledging those differences, respecting those differences and listening to those differences while remaining a united front on what's right is how we're going to get to what we need to get to. Yes, power to the people. Amen. Y'all heard it, people. Bring your friends. Yes, voting is a great way Bring to come united. Yes, make it a, I don't know, a social distancing gathering, if that makes any fucking exactly. sense. But 
bring your motherfucking friends bro and you know and that you, you when you were saying that i thought about you know like the famous like rihanna's speech where it's like your friends who are different races and different religions and all that kind of stuff they're friends with you they want to break bread with you so this mm-hmm. is their problem too so tell them to pull the fuck up man Pull up to them poles. Exactly. And, and I mean, old Kanye said it, but it's like we we buy what the hell's the line? We buy um make our way to Jacobs for jewelry, but can't go to the ballots. Makes no sense. Right. Yep. So come through, people. You heard the message right here. Come through Clear and as bring your homies. <laughs> yes, bring all the homies. Bring we want all th- those poles want all the smoke. So bring them all. Exactly. Um. But uh, thank you so much for, you know, sharing your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings and just, you know, again, your overall thoughts with all of this and for spreading awareness, for being out there uh, mm-hmm. protesting, even under like, under your, you know, health conditions that you're still trying to find alternative ways to get people to unite. So I appreciate you for that, for coming to. on and sharing <laughs> your thoughts. Um, I truly appreciate them. And I hope to have you on the podcast again as a guest I, i'm pretty sure we're gonna want to do that uh, or do this again yeah sure. awesome <laughs> yes yeah, so thank you so much and we will definitely be reconnecting soon awesome be careful protect your peace and stay safe out there yes thank you so much and likewise girls stay safe right, bye welcome 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 and thank you for coming on to you know the podcast and being open to this um so i just want to ask you you know to introduce yourself um even tell us like you know what race you are just so we know um and then tell us um just kind of how you're currently feeling like how would you describe your mental health right now so just kind of take us through that right now so my name is karina um i'm 24 i'm a student um, my ethnicity is, um, you know, my mom is from Mexico, so I'm half Mexican. My dad's from Panama, so I am half Panamanian. Mm. Um, yeah, and honestly, you know, with this whole situation going on, I it affected me as much as it did. Um, mm. But, you know, talking about it with my mom the other day, I actually kind of broke down a little bit. And I'm actually not going to lie to you guys. You know, last night I was thinking about it. It was all I could think about. I couldn't sleep just on Facebook, watching all these videos about the protests and um, actually started crying. You know, it's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I, I have definitely had my a lot of fair share of tears um, through all of this. Um, I feel like it's it hits home a lot. Um you know, because just based on, you know, being people of color um, and just before having brown skin. And I feel like that triggers even into just personal issues that you're dealing with. Um, so I definitely feel the same. Um, what are you, what would you say that your thoughts are in regards to the, the protest and the looting and the riots that are happening right now around the world? Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? So I did partake in the I'm pretty sure it was the first protest. It was on May 30th. I could be mistaken. Um, And, you know, as people of this country, we do have that freedom to protest. It's our our right. Right. Um, I do, however, do not agree with the uh, looting and the rioting, Mm -hmm. at least not the way that it's being done, you know, in communities where, you know, they are at no fault for this. And when I was at the protest, you know, I did 
tell off some of the people that I saw there, you know, breaking windows, you know, if you're going to be doing this, you know, you need to get out of here because you're making the rest of us look bad. The ones that are actually trying to be heard and make a difference and they're not going to be blaming, you know, you guys, which I think I would assume they were Latinos. Um, they were brown skin. You know, they're not going to be blaming you guys. They're going to be blaming us, the black people, the, the Black Lives Matter movement. You know right. what I mean? So it, it really does upset me when I do see that, you know, there are bad apples that are just turning this whole situation into something that it shouldn't be. And then that takes the attention away from people who already don't agree with us and take that as a reason to, um, you know, say that our our reasoning for this is not legitimate because we're not taking it seriously. And all we want to do is, you know, take things for ourselves. And that was just an excuse for it right yeah it i i was a part of the same protest that you were the one in la mesa um uh -huh. i was there and uh, i didn't stay i was there probably like a good two hours i want to say from the beginning up until yeah for a good two hours and it, it happened um i live down i live a block away from the police station um so i, I walked there and I, it was beautiful to walk up and down the street that i drive by every single day it was beautiful it was very humbling to be there um and yes very peaceful um walking with other racist you know so much diversity so many ages it it was a beautiful beautiful sight to see and i ended up leaving because i had some um some arrangements that i had like committed to so but i still wanted to participate and so when i came back it was already dark and when i came back um the car was already crashed into the shopping center uh -huh. uh, that was next to my complex you know um having to watch all of this outside of my window and it i said this earlier to to somebody else that i was um i think it was the first or the second person that we we've been interviewing i basically said like i felt fear but not like fear for like my life you know like oh my god i'm gonna come burn my building down mm -hmm. um but just so much more fear as fear for the people out there fear exactly. for them like you don't know what y'all doing out there um, and if this is obviously I don't condone the violence and I don't uh, condone the, the looting and the writing like the, the harmful stuff I don't condone um, but I, I feel the I, I can feel the anger and I feel I understand the reason why it had to be done I guess um, uh -huh. but at the same time feel the fear for them and just be like dang like y'all really angry out there and these these y'all just you know making the situation worse than what it is and they're gonna come for y'all and some of you guys are gonna get hurt in the process mm -hmm. some of you guys are gonna hurt yourself in the process that was my fear um i did get to like see them blowing fireworks next to my car so i was like Look. yeah i didn't even bring my car and let me go move my car <laughs> yeah i'm like do your thing do your thing i'm not gonna get in nobody's way because i'm not trying to get uh, caught up in this crossfire uh -huh. but let me go ahead and move my car like a half mile down so y'all could do your thing because mm -hmm. we're not gonna have that and i'll just continue to monitor from like you know yeah the, my complex my window and it it, it 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 it's it wasn't a pretty sight it was horrific to see so much fire right yeah. next to my building two blocks away from my house um and it sucks yes and it's it shouldn't happen this way and yes there and, and i hate that the peaceful protest that i had been a part of the day like hours before right was so peaceful and to have the people that contributed to the, to the disaster in the aftermath just went it was horribly like, man wrong. yeah it's just like don't defeat the purpose don't defeat the purpose that was out there like i get it i, I see the anger and i see the I don't understand why you're looting, but I get the frustration and the anger. Um, 
but it sucks that a lot of people are also just using taking advantage of the time mm -hmm. that it's happening and taking advantage of the moment and just taking it for worse and it, yeah. it, it shouldn't have been handled like that you know it, it and i'm thankful for you for for being there to 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 be a voice to tell somebody like this isn't worth it yeah um this is not how you spread that message you know what i mean exactly um, how uh, you know you, you spoke on you know being a part of the protest here in the mesa have you attended any other protest or like in in in, in, the, in the form of you uh, contributing to the movement and spreading awareness besides protesting or have you attended more protests have you uh, are you speaking having conversations with people or you know doing stuff online like what else are you contributing to 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 the um, matter at hand so this is going to be kind of a lengthy answer here um, <laughs> Uh, so, you know, like I said, I was at the first protest um, out there with my sister, actually. Um, and, you know, going back on what you said about, you know, people rioting and stuff. As soon as, you know, you know, before that even happened, as soon as police tear gassed us, you know, I ran. I ran across the block. And the thing about this whole situation for me is that I do not mind putting myself out there. The only unfortunate thing is that I do have... Um, a broken arm right now and mm. it is more of a risk for me to get hurt out there and I actually while I was out there almost even got ran over by some racists and mind you I did not get in their way they they aimed for me full speed it wow. was pretty it was pretty uh scary it was scary okay I bet but um so you know I didn't because of those reasons my first experience I didn't attend any other protests after that um, I do plan on attending one that's on Sunday that's going on in Santee. Um, besides that, um, you know, I did sign two different, um, what do you call them? Uh, I did sign for those police to be arrested on two different mm -hmm. sites on Facebook. Um, and luckily they were arrested. I'm hope I'm, I didn't read too much into it, but I'm hoping that they did get charged for something that like, you know they're mm -hmm. actually paying the consequences that it's not just a smack on the hand. Right. Um, so that's the other thing that I did. Um, obviously, you know, I'm on Facebook sharing and sharing and sharing and having all these debates with people that, you know, I have a friend list that not everyone on my friend list is in agreement with me. And I think that's important to have people like that in your group because how else are we going to talk about it with the other side who doesn't understand us you know right what good does it do to block people to unfriend people who don't have the same mindset as you that's the whole point of debating and and putting your opinions out there and hearing from the other side even if you don't agree with it right um so that's the reason you know i i, I do have my fair share of debates online and even in person um and mostly because it's just frustrating like i i need to get it out i need to talk about it and if if I don't talk about it, if no one talks about it, if we don't protest, we don't take action, then what what is there to come? It's just going to continue to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. I'm girl, I'm I'm on the same boat. Like I feel like we are all facing like seeing the true colors of people that we have in our friends list. And sometimes <laughs> it's really sad to see that you didn't think that sometimes it becomes like a surprise. Yeah. And I think the biggest surprise for me is to see like the Latinos, uh -huh. the Latinos be so like, ah, uh, no, like to be like against the movement, to 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 not understand the movement, mm -hmm. and it's so heartbreaking 
to hear them like, oh, well, what about ICE kids? Like, what about them? I don't see you guys protesting for them. And it's like, look, we get it. We're not saying that we're ignoring that, but there is an issue at hand right now. Like we need to stand and help the black community because today it's for them and tomorrow it'll be for us. Yeah. What is the point of already creating division with making those posts? You're creating that division between black and brown just by saying that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I've been on people and I don't feel bad for the first thing, what I have to say, because everybody has an opinion and, you know, I, I'm not cussing people out or anything like that. I'm like, look, I'm just being blunt. This yeah. is what it is. And if you don't like the way I'm coming off of that, like people are just like, you know what? If you want to delete me, go ahead. Blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I am but I'm going to tell you how I feel first. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you how ignorant you sound right now. Yeah. And after I'm saying this post, I'm going to block you because you won't be able to respond to me. Mm-hmm. So you can swallow your words and think about that. Um, so I, I am definitely on the boat for you right there um, or on the boat with you um, in regards to to having those tough conversations with people um, on our on our Facebooks, on our social medias and people that we consider, you know, quote, quote, friends. Right on social media so it's very disheartening to see that behavior um i wanted to ask you what what do you believe is a fair goal to our current circumstances like i know that you know we we did find out today that those um the rest of those cops got arrested um they haven't said for what they just said that they've been arrested um but what would you say is would be a fair goal overall you know i've been thinking about that too uh, actually just before i came on this podcast here I just got a notification of a response that I got from a post that I had commented on because like I said one of my friends was asking those you know those questions well you know police also kill white folks and you don't hear about that they get killed every day and you know I made the remark that um, the difference is that they're held accountable for those cases when it comes to black people they usually just get paid leave and then come back to their job Mm -hmm. Um, someone responded back saying that you know, these police already got arrested. What else do you want us to do unless you want us to drag them out on the street and shoot them? The thing is, when I responded to that, that was before they got arrested. This was before action got, got taken and his response was after. And even if it was after the fact, you know, that I had responded, it's like you think of all these other cases there. I, you know, I saw a list online. It, it just went on and on and on about all these names, black people that got killed by police and their killers are roaming around free doing their job getting paid no consequences i think the end goal should be that we shouldn't stop at this specific case because people keep saying you know what about the other people we haven't forgotten about the other people that's why we're so angry is because it keeps happening and we want all of the officers charged we want all of them held accountable we want to go back we want to go back years and years ago to when the first officer wasn't charged like we, we need to be responsible. We can't just have, you know, police officers that we can't, we can't even trust because who are we supposed to trust if it's not them? Right. Why are we letting just anyone become a police officer? You know, I've seen, you know, the actions that they took when we, we showed up in La Mesa. They're clearly being trained to do more bad than good. They didn't de-escalate the situation. They started it. They, they, they began the violence, you know, and I think the end goal should just be a hold all of the officers accountable in, in every single case, not just one, not just some, all of them. And B, 
to to fire the cops that aren't doing their jobs well that are you know power tripping taking advantage of their position we need to replace them with people that are actually going to do the job well people we can trust people that are going to be trained well in, in all those aspects i think that's what we should come to as a society that end goal should definitely be the point we're getting to yes i agree people need to be held accountable you know anybody who commits a crime cop or not should be held accountable and be tried to the full ex- extent of law you know it it, mm-hmm. it has to be a, equal across the board yes you committed a crime and it shouldn't you shouldn't get off just because you're a cop because had a person of color or any color for that matter have done that you they would have been arrested on spot exactly you know exactly. so it changes definitely coming and i yes i hope for the same um I want to, you know, this is the last question and I just want to give you the next couple of minutes to, you know, vent, you know, let us know how you feel about everything. Um, you've already said so much, but like, is there anything else that you haven't said that you want to express your final thoughts regarding all of this? Um, this is your space to just kind of let go and release anything that you've been holding on to and just share, you know, you, you can cuss if you want to just tell us how you're feeling. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. I mean... I don't even know where to start. I mean, I guess the the thing, you know, obviously besides the deaths that really irritate me the most is like we've mentioned before is just the people that are coming with these arguments that are completely irrelevant. You know, they they keep saying all lives matter. It's like, yes. So if that's true, why don't we include black lives? Because clearly it seems that and it really hurts me even though I'm not a black male, I'm still a black woman in in this country and and it hurts me deeply to know that my 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 life is valued less you know i'm thinking like what if something happened to me what if something happened to my dad what would be the consequences how how the fuck would i feel if i knew that the killer wasn't going to wasn't going to go to prison wasn't going to get charged wasn't going to deal with any consequences i would be furious too and i don't know if there were any rioters out there who were actually affected by that by that anger and not just going out there to steal stuff i understand that anger like i get it and i've done it you know we've all i feel like we've all done it when we're in our personal lives if someone pushes our buttons they keep pushing they keep pushing we keep fucking taking it there's going to be a day that comes that we fucking blow up and i've been there so it's it's human nature and i get it i get the anger and um the other side that just keeps wanting to take the attention away from the true cause and keeps saying like blue lives matter that's not even a thing you know that they chose that profession you knew you were going into a dangerous job and you better fucking do it well you better fucking do it well and and if you're too scared and you get so scared to the fact you know to the point where you're out murdering people because you don't know what the fuck else to do then maybe you should resign that's a thought right. you know and <laughs> I don't know like and it, and it sucks to just see that the my people and I mean disregarding my Mexican side my black side there are people that disagree with us it's and it mm-hmm. seems to me that they're just so brainwashed by this other side I'm not going to say white people because it's people of all color on both sides disagreeing with each other uh, right. th- that you know it's it's put in our fucking faces You know, if you go back and see the cases about white white boys that are taking guns to school, shooting up people, shooting up everywhere. 
injuring people, killing people. And you see videos of them getting taken out to fucking lunch, out to dinner. They're being treated well. They're not being tackled. They're not being shot at. They're not being tased, beaten up. They're not getting any of that. And right. when they get sentenced, it's very minimal. It's not even mm-hmm. close to what they deserve. Right. And it's like, how the fuck is the other side just completely ignoring the fact that all this white privilege is shoved in our faces that they get to do whatever the fuck they want. But even if black people, let's say we commit a crime, let's say we even don't commit the crime. We pay for it. We fucking pay for it. Right. So I just, yeah. I just, you know, I, I wish that people weren't so ignorant to that fact people weren't so dense to that fact that you know we're not trying to say anyone else matters less but god damn it like we want to be up there with you guys and you guys are treating us like this yes girl preach i feel you it we need change and we need that shit now yeah not not i mean yes it's gonna take a very long time to get the more you know more and more changes because it doesn't it doesn't end with you know police brutality mm-hmm. we're so yes. much more there's so many minds that need to be un, un- <clears throat> broken down and um and to be rebuilt again and that's a hard thing to do it's hard to break somebody's mind apart uh, from something that they've been taught you know from generations to generations so it's it's going to be a hard thing to break those mindsets apart and to have to rebuild them and that's what I feel like. Yeah, the end goal should be like not the end goal, but just a goal. We just gotta to strive. Have a, to. I feel like a better education system in yes. in that subject in schools. You know, I, I I'm not trying to say you know our history is our history lessons are bad per se, but it seems like it's only from the white perspective. It's very biased. Yeah. Yes. Oh, of course. There's so many things that they miss out, and you know I've go to college and I'm interested in taking Chicano studies and I'm interested in taking black studies because I don't want to know about American history right now. I learned the, you know, Disney version of it on in high school, but now I mm-hmm. want to learn other sides, the other perspectives. And it was very eye opening. Yeah. Um, of so much history, so much gaps in our history that are not being told in our history books. So definitely starts with education <laughs> and instilling that into our children yeah. because they are our future. And if we don't teach the, our future or our children, the correct way right now this is never gonna end right exactly because it's it's clearly being shown that you know they'll put facts out there that are actually false so yes it does be it it begins with educating yourself on all of the topics black history chicano history white history in this country all of that Mm -hmm. every single part of history that way people can be more understanding as to why things are that they are yes Yes. Well, that was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your feelings, your emotions, your thoughts, and for being an active member out there on the front lines and, you know, protesting and spreading awareness and having those very, you know, difficult conversations with people and standing up for your culture, standing up for the community. So I applaud you. I thank you for coming on. um, And I hope that we can do this again and continue to, you know, reconnect and continue to hope for change. Um, so yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it for you coming thank on. Thank you for having me. It's nice to uh, have my voice put out there. Yes, girl. Um, all right. Well, take care. Be safe. And when you go out there on, in, you know, to Santee on Sunday, be very careful. I know they they crazy out there. Yeah. So thank be you. careful. Stay safe. And we will talk soon. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.
Okay, so let's begin. Um, okay, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being a guest and for being open to sharing your thoughts with us today. Um, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself, um, you know, kind of tell us where you're from and, you know, what background you are uh, race-wise and just tell us how you're currently feeling. Just, you know, basically describe what your mental health is looking like right now. Okay. Um, well, my name is Brenda Suarez, V for short. Um, I am a motivational speaker. And so this is affecting me uh, for many reasons. But I think right now I'm just trying to focus on how I'm going to hold space for people um, in terms of my mental health. Um, I think on a regular I have to always stay at a high frequency and stay very elevated. So I'm trying my best to really dive deeply into my spirituality, which is a big part of who I am, um, to really tap in with myself and see how I can support. I'm trying to ensure that my energy is intentional, that it's productive. Um, I feel like a lot of us are just, as we are, all are you know super human we're, we're writing with a lot of emotion right now and so because there's so emotion so much emotion in the energy there has to be some sort of control and like groundness and like let, let's just be more productive with where we put our energy and how we can support so um i think i'm staying elevated and just trying to figure out ways different ways that we can be soldiers um you know there's there's the protesters there's the donors there's the people who share stuff there's people who are calling congress like there's so many different uh positions in the army right now and so i'm just trying to figure out like where i can fit in and how many different positions i can tackle right now yes i definitely feel you on the on the emotional part there is a high amount of emotions um circling the world in its entirety um, so it's very, it's a very confusing time and to really like pinpoint your exact feelings when there's multiple um, emotions that are going around. Um, I wanted to ask what, what are your thoughts in regards to, you know, the protests, the rioting, the looting that are happening around the world, you know, just kind of tell us like how you feel about those things. You know, I know that some of it is positive and some of it is negative, but how, where are your thoughts with all of that? Yeah, I think overall, I'm with my Black community, first and foremost. Um, I'm, I know you mentioned earlier, I totally missed the, the background. So I'm Mexican, I'm full Mexican. Um, my This hits me for, again, different reasons. But I think one of the main things that hits me is because my brother is half Black. So it hits me to my core because when I watch videos when I see you know black people dying time and time and time and time again the face that I see is my brother and one of the most important things I think we as a society and a community need to realize is that we need to see ourselves in these people and that is why we haven't been we've just kind of been sliding by it's not happening in our backyard so we don't really care we could share something here and there and not really get too invested because it's not personal we have to make that shit personal i have to look at those things and see my brother on the ground being 
suffocated and murdered so that I can say, I don't want that to happen to anybody. And I think, you know, right now there's so much opinion. There's so much like the looting is this and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. And I think the overall picture that I myself want to on my platform is don't miss the bigger picture. I don't condone, um, you know, lighting buildings on fire. I don't condone destroying hard work owned businesses. But if some shit has to burn to make a point and to start a revolution and so we can wake the fuck up, then that's what has to happen. And regardless of whether you were awakened five minutes ago or whether you were awakened 10 years ago or whether you still can't even identify as being awakened today right now this second this is happening so what are we going to do moving forward um i i again i don't condone with any of that stuff and i and i i feel the fear and the pain of the black community but now i think one of the main things that we also need to dwell on is humility and understanding that we don't have the answers so as new information comes, like it's okay to change your opinion. And so I feel like at first I was very like, burn the whole city down, you know, like it doesn't matter, fuck everything, you know? And then now I still feel that way, but now that I see that it's not the just the black community that's doing this. It's just right. a bunch of people who just want to fuck shit up. Right. It's people- Take advantage who- of the situation, yeah. Right. They just want to think, I want to go spray paint on some shit now. Let me go spray paint on some shit. Let me go throw a brick through this window. I don't even know why I'm really throwing this brick through this window and what the significance of this violence is, but I'm going to just do it anyways. So now that I start to see that that it's more of that, now I feel like I need to take more of a stance of like, nah, y'all need to quit that shit. You know, like it's, it's, it's sad to see our cities burn our childhood spaces literally go up into flames and when you think of we're doing it for a purpose i understand it if you're doing it just to do it i don't understand it so that's where i'm at with the looting and and i mean i for for the protesting for the peaceful vigils for all of the peaceful things that are happening everyone who's coming together as a community i believe there's silver lining and everything even something just as tragic as this and that is what i see i see people coming together i see san diego pulling the fuck up for our community um i see a lot of hate as well i see a lot of brown community you know being uh feeling feeling sad because they feel like we don't go as hard for our own people and so my message to those people is, okay, we need to hold ourselves accountable for maybe not going as hard, maybe not signing as many petitions in the past, maybe not wanting to burn down the border so that we can free the children in the cages. But today is a new day. Today, our Black community needs us. Tomorrow, today we're burning down a target. Tomorrow, we could all rally to go burn down those fucking detention centers and free all of our children. Like, it's not a black versus brown thing. It's a human thing. It's a people of color thing. It's a we are all one thing. 
So if that means that we have to be in the front lines, if that means that all of our money goes to these Black-owned organizations and businesses or fundraisers, if it means that everything that we post on social media for the next few weeks, for the rest of Black Lives Matter than that, be about brown pride. And I know that our Black community is going to be there in support of us. So despite me being a full Mexican that does not stop, especially when I have that personal connection with my brother, I fight for him every day. So it's not going to stop me. Being brown is not going to stop me being there for my Black community. So that's how I feel about it. And I feel like everyone just needs to take a stance. You don't necessarily have to agree with what I'm saying, but you need to use your voice somehow. Because even if you disagree, it starts a conversation. And that is what we need to do. Start conversations of, and it could be, I have no idea what is going on. I, I'm clueless. I'm naive. I'm ignorant to the fact that racism exists, but please let's talk about it. That's all that it takes. So I, I that's my, that's what I hope for that. We just continue to talk about it. And it, this isn't just another trend. Yes, I, I agree. You know, and we've, you know, for backstory to people who don't know me and Brenda are best friends. So we have had plenty of these conversations. Um, and I, I'm with you on the, you know, go ahead and fuck all the shit up that you need to fuck up. I don't care. Burn that shit to the ground um, <laughs> because it's going to get rebuilt because that shit can be replaced. But those human lives that have been wrongfully taken away from this earth, those people can't come back. So you cannot equivalent a fucking burning building to a human life like ever mm -hmm. so yes the mindset has definitely changed um especially now because of the people coming out and saying that like we have like people taking advantage of the situation and um having to do stuff without even having like a purpose for it and you know and it's almost like diluting the 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 powerful work that is being done by the peaceful protesters um but again, I understand the frustration. I understand the anger. Who wouldn't be angry? And and I think that's what upsets me about people who are not angry. How are you not right. angry? How are you okay. not upset at what's happening right now? You know, like why, you know, and again, you don't have to be out there protesting and shouting or whatever, but shit, like have a fucking conversation. It You don't have mm -hmm. to do, you know, the most, but be pissed and have a conversation with the people around you who are not pissed. I think that's, that like you said it's having simple conversations like that um i want to you know move forward with you know you talked about you you know protesting and the things that you know you kind of have been trying to do to spread awareness to the movement um to the black lives matter movement and all that kind of stuff so i just want you to just elaborate more on like you know, how you have been on those front lines, you know, what have you done to contribute to the Black Lives Matter, whether that's protesting or, you, you know, uh, spreading awareness or getting people to sign up for stuff, um, you know, just kind of run us through that and what you have done. Okay. Um, I think I've done a little bit of all I think right now I'm just settling on how I'm going to hold space for people. But like, you know, we, you and I went to the, the La Mesa protest, um, you right. know, and that was just unbelievable like you know obviously we all know what it resulted in um right. but to be there in the time where it was peaceful where like 
we would turn around and more and more and more people were coming and the screams were louder and the honks were louder. It was such a beautiful thing to be out there. And I think that just ignited just such a force. You know, I've been to many marches before, but there's something about this time, 2020, I don't know, like it just hits so differently. And um, so protesting has been one of them. Earlier today, I actually went to like a prayer vigil definitely so different than a protest more so of like people of faith coming you know and talking and just kind of sending their prayers and you know giving us scriptures from you know various like different backgrounds and we had like the muslim community there like christian community white people black people brown people like just so many different things so showing up to those spaces sharing about those things um, sending emails, texting. Um, I just recently was a part of a dance video um, that one of my teammates on my dance team, um, she just like literally it happened in like three days. Like she came up with the idea and she's like, I want you guys on board. Let's share it with the world. We're like, okay, it's going to be Sunday. Like this is the piece. We filmed it. Like videographer came and it was the most beautiful, like beautiful scenario because we didn't realize that the protesters were coming. This was the protest on Sunday, uh, the downtown one. And we didn't realize that they were in the background. And so as we are dancing, they're literally like protesting in the background. So you can see that in the video. Like it was very real time. It was very just in your face, like reality. This is like really what's going on. So that was really cool. Um, and I think right now I'm just dwelling more on how I can hold space for people in terms of one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, if you want dance privates, if you want, you know, any kind of thing that can help with your mental health. Um, I'm pairing up with my friend. Um, her name's Ashley, who is a juicer. Um, and so she is holding space for a big food drive. Um, someone reached out to her and they want to pay for 100 juices um, and 100 free meals for low-income families. And so she has this big vision of just adding on as many wellness products as we can possibly have and just have the community support and give all this back to our low-income families, specifically our back communities right now. Um, so I think that's where I'm going to dwell. I'm going to try to make as many protests as possible. I'm going to try to make, you know, show up physically as much as I can, text as many things as I can, email as much, share all of these things with my, with my audience as much as I can. And as a motivational speaker, it's really important for me to use my voice, uh, because that's a point, right? Like that's, that's the point of a speaker. I can't be, I can't stay silent. Silence is not right. golden right now. Um, right. And as much as my emotions want to get in the way and, you know, get in the way of me even wanting to, like, think and, like, write something, I have to. This is what we have to do. We, we're suffering. Our people are suffering. And we have been for a really long time. So um, all of those things that I mentioned are things that anybody can do. It's a simple text. It's a simple email. It's a simple call. It's a simple letter. There's so many, like, People writing templates, you know, that you can use. You don't even have to write your own shit. Like you could just copy paste this stuff, um, you know. So if there, I have a plea for anybody out there is just to really hone in on that. You're on your phone already anyway. So just get off Instagram for a little bit and go, you know, click links and bios. I have a link to Lives Matter, like 
um, organizations and uh, different petitions and stuff on my bio. So it's like little things like that that you can do, I feel, to help. Right. So to answer the question, yes, that's what <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I feel like, I mean, I think we're all kind of, for the people who can protest, they're definitely out there and the people who can share and the people who do have the platform to, or the audience um, to share stuff, to reach different, um, uh, to just reach your audience on a, in a different level. Um, so it's, I've been trying to do the most too. And, you know, I'm signing this and I'm emailing this and I'm like, okay, what okay. Like I see other people post like this and that and write a letter or comment on this. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Like, uh, I'm following the lead. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't take too much time. And yeah, you know, we're already on our phones. What's uh, another, you know, 15, 30 seconds out of your day to hit send, to just type up a couple words on how you feel or, you know, writing emails to the police station in Minneapolis, you know, like doing stuff like that. They're really small. Um, they may seem insignificant, but they can, they are very significant mm-hmm. um, and they don't take much time. So there's definitely many ways to contribute and to spread awareness about this. Um, I want to ask you, what, what do you believe is a fair goal? to our current circumstances like I know that today we got the news that those cops were arrested mm-hmm. not sure for what yet but they have been arrested um so obviously I don't I think it's common sense to know that that is not the end the, the end goal or, or or the goal in general mm-hmm. um but how what do you think is a fair goal to everything that's happening now that's such a great question and it's really difficult to say that I think I think on a surface level, which it's not surface level at all, but you know, my kind of thinking on a surface level, like way, it would not be second degree murder and it would be first degree murder. Like hands down, it was a joke that it even began at third degree. Wait. Now we got it to second. I'm gonna need that to go up to first. Right. With so. manslaughter on top. Right. Like, I'm going to need that to go up to first. Um, I would say that is definitely like, it's as far as quote unquote justice, I really don't think that it could get better than a first degree murder charge. Um, in terms of the bigger picture, I think the goal will be to ensure that this, the last time that we tried to do this and protest about things was the last time that it became a trend because George was the opening of the portal for us to say we're tired and this is not going to be we may not seem as we're going as hard in terms of social media you know the posts start to get like lost in there and you start to people feel like as if people start to forget But even if it's not shown on social media, there's still so many things going on in the background. So regardless of whatever you're doing, I think the bigger picture is continuing to fight for our people, for our black and brown communities. There's so many ways to give back. And that would be my goal for like us as a as a human society to really just care for one another and to I've seen so many white people and Granted, we have trust issues with white people. Just throwing that out there. Like, that is a real ass thing. But I have yes, seen... It is. It's real. Like, very real. But I have seen so many white people who I feel to be genuine 
come to the forefront and say, I don't know. I have been in a box for X amount of years and I'm not here so that you can teach me because you shouldn't have that duty. But I just want to recognize that I hold myself accountable to being ignorant. That is really all that anyone could really ask for. Just have a conversation. Hold yourself accountable to understanding that racism is still a thing in 2020. You know, like really being accountable and saying, you know what, I was wrong. I didn't understand the all lives matter versus black lives matter movement, but I get it now. Like, I think that's the bigger picture for me in all of this and and just evolution. We're already feeling a shift energetically, coronavirus, all of these things, which Rona who, where. um, Right. (laughs) All of these things are happening. 2020 is really 2020 type of vision type of year. Like the shift is coming, whether we like it or not. And this is part of the shift. So I think we as society just need to get onto that bandwagon and ensure that we're just moving forward with everything because unfortunately this is not going to be the last death so the next time this shit happens we're going to be on top of it even stronger um but i think for now that first degree murder that's that's what i need that's what our people need to see right and if it don't i think what i keep hearing or uh, conversations that i see happening um is that Y'all see the destruction that is happening right now. Y'all see how pissed we are right now. Mm-hmm. Let a couple months come from now when the trials and all that shit come down and let these people get off real easy. Woo! It's going to be... You haven't seen nothing yet. Right. Like, you People are going to just lose their shit. And I don't think America's ready for that. And so I'm going to need America to buckle the fuck down. <laughs> and, you know? Ready. We ain't ready to prepare yourself because that, that would be the wrong fucking move to do if y'all did that. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, that's not going to be it. We're not going to accept it. Mm-mm. We're not going to accept it. If it's not first degree murder, shit, across all the boards, for all four of them, for being accomplices and not even trying to help that man, and for some of them participating and holding him down, uh, no, you can get the chair too. I don't give a damn. Like, <laughs> justice is justice. You can get it. There needs to be justice across the board for everybody because why is it that cops get to create uh, or commit the same fucking crime that any other regular civilian commits and they get arrested on the same day and they're like, that that's it. They ain't never going to see daylight. Um, but you get to like roam in your home and be put on paid leave while they investigate. No, fool. How do you investigate something that's plain in sight right there in your face? How do you investigate that? Nah, it, it's there has to be more that needs to be done in, in the surface level and or the deeper level to that. It's like we are, I think the, the surface level of yes, the convictions, but also changing the police force and defunding mm-hmm. the fuck out of them because they don't need all that money and put that money in education mm-hmm. so we can teach our children how to not grow up thinking with that fucked up mindset. That is where we need the actual money in the education of, of our future. The children mm-hmm. are our future and we need to fuck start with them mm-hmm. because we may not be able to change the mindsets of people who are, you know, in the 50s and the 60, you know, year olds. We may not be able to do that now, but time will keep going in the future. Our children, if we instill these good traditions, the, the humanity traditions, then we can progress and we can move forward as a society and uh, eventually find that equality amongst all because that's what we want um but my last question to you 
is um, just basically to give you the floor to, you know, vent. Let us know how you feel about everything that's happening that you haven't expressed yet and just your final thoughts just overall. Um, so I'm going to give you the floor and just kind of speak your mind. and Yeah, go ahead. Hey, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for the opportunity um, to have the platform. I think for again for us to use our voice um you know I think I I'm pretty clear on where I stand with this um you know to those people again I think one of the main things that I'm hearing a lot from my own personal community is you don't go as hard for us um and I hear you I want to say I hear you I see you I feel it um but this is not the time to think about me 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 this is not about you. This is about all of us. And I think that's the main anything that me as a motivational speaker, I can say to across all boards is that it is not about any one individual. It, it is about all of us. The healing needs to happen as a collective. There's no point in me healing by myself and all of my brothers and sisters are still somewhere else. What, what do I get out of that? What, how does that help humanity? So that's the number one thing that I think we're missing. It's a collective healing. No matter how dark your fucking skin color is or how light it is, it's a collective healing. It's a collective dismantling. It's a collective unconditioning of this systematic racism and oppression that we have been instilled for thousands of lifetimes. We are trying to heal lineages. I come from a family where my people were burned for being witches. I'm still feeling the weight of that today. This is the, so yeah. for all of those people who feel like, why are you so angry? And I don't understand it. And you don't care about us and all lives. Do some fucking research really understand your history and understand where we came from understand who you are yes. take a dna test get back into your lineage break generational curses that i i'm proud of my community and my generation for i see a lot of that happening we're tired of the same things being passed down to us we say no more we are going to be the first generation to break those curses. We are going to be the first generation to talk about to our children about race. We are going to be the first generation to fight along our children at these protests. And that is what we have to do. Staying silent does nothing. Regardless on whether you're white, whether you're black, brown, Asian, whatever. You have to say something. You have to speak up. And Maybe sometimes people don't want to physically say a word, but you could say you could speak up with that paycheck. You could speak mm -hmm, up okay. with the share of a button. You could speak up with the hey, let's have a conversation. Hey, racist family member, let's let's talk about perspective. You know, yeah. like I, I I think that that is definitely the platform that I want to to speak of, and that is really my movement as a whole creating safe spaces for people to heal, for people to be who they are. And I personally can apply that in this same situation. It doesn't matter how awakened you are. You're welcome in my space if you're going to come with love and respect. If you're going to come from an awakened space where you're going to be the teacher in the situation 
or you're going to come from a space where you're going to be the student. Regardless, it's open for you for healing, for love, if you're going to come at it with the right way. If you're going to come at it with hate and disrespect, this is not the movement for you. So I think it's just really important for us to use our voice. And that that is really my final thought on the whole situation. Let's continue to fight. Let's continue to stand up. Let's continue to, to allow our black community to tell us how they want us to show up for them. Because I would appreciate that as a brown person if this was the other way around. Allow me to tell you how you can show up for our community. You'll be, right. you'll be the one to be the speaker. You'll be the one to share your story. You'll be the one to be in the forefront giving us the information. You tell us about Juneteenth. You tell us about uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. You tell us about the civil rights movement. Have the education come from the people themselves. That yes. is really important because we're still having children read in textbooks that Christopher Columbus discovered America. America was already here, bro. He didn't discover a damn thing. Okay. It is still <laughs> what our children are learning in 2020. When are we going to dismantle that shit? All right. It's There's a- so much to break apart in this country that it doesn't just, you know, just going back to what I said earlier, it doesn't stop with just the convictions. There's That's going to be the first step. But there's so many other things that need to be broken the fuck down. And that's one of them. Education. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's fight for that. Let's fight for our children. And, you know, I commend you. I'll leave leave it on that because my final thoughts can go for hours. But (laughs) I'll leave it with I commend you as a parent because I I know that parents have a big weight on their right now for so many reasons. But one of the reasons that is is at the forefront is the conversation about racism. It's when is it too early? When, you know, how do we say it? Do we use adult verbiage? Do we watch YouTube videos? Like, what do we do? And for you to be an awakened person, I know that those are thoughts that go through your head. And so I just commend all of the parents out there who are having those difficult conversations and talking to their children about the differences that we have to face and watching your children break down because they don't understand and you stopping yourself from breaking down because you want to be strong for them you know so i commend you and and all of our parents out there all of the people who are doing you know the teachers and the therapists and all these people that are holding space for others healers every to just be and exist so that is what i want to do more of just holding space for people to exist and allow people to be scared and have us be their protection because again i'll really end with this one Today, it's the Black community, but tomorrow, it's brown pride. It doesn't matter. We are one. And if I didn't fight back in the day, then this is my lesson to fight moving forward. And we can't condemn people for awakening in the time that they awaken. Yes, that part right there, I think, is important because you see the backlash of, like, you know, like what you said, people coming out of the woodworks talk about where was y'all when we needed that support. Mm-hmm. Yes, we may have not been aware or, you know, maybe we were, but we weren't just all the way in it. Maybe we didn't know everything. Maybe we shared like, some here and there, but this definitely has been very eye-opening and very awakening. Um, so it does really 
give you some accountability to be like, yeah, we maybe we didn't go as hard as we should have. But like you said, it's a new fucking day today. And today it, it is about our black community members. It's about being with them right now. like that you're causing the division just by saying that out loud you're causing mm-hmm. the division between black and brown and that's not what we need so every time i see those posts coming from my like brown latinos i'm like you need to shut the fuck up because if you're <laughs> so passionate to express it on facebook i don't see you on top of you expressing that saying well since y'all didn't buy hard enough i'm starting my own protest for them where's that at don't speak with right. that action you know right don't don't come and for the brown people and you not doing a damn thing. You fucking texting us from your couch. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like sit your ass down when you're sit already sitting down. down. <laughs> sit your ass down because you ain't doing shit about it. So every time that I see those fucking comments, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Like I just go in. I'm like, you seem very passionate about this topic. Why aren't you starting a protest or organizing one? Like, don't just fucking right. talk shit about it. Do something about it. And that's Take us to the detention centers. Take us to where we need to go. Right. Don't just take action. Nah, give us facts. Give up. Get you. You want us to know, so go ahead and spill it. Now is the time, because right. we may not be able. We're, we're, we'll try. We're gonna try our best. But yeah, no, those comments need to go away. And I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna say what I have to say, and then I'll block you probably afterwards because we don't align <laughs> already. So. Those are my final thoughts. <laughs> so yes. I thank you so much for, you know, sharing all of that with us and just being open to this and expressing your emotions and your feelings and your support and bringing awareness and being out there in those front lines um, and just being a part of the cause in general and being a part of change because change is coming. And that's, all, that's mm-hmm. what we're hoping for. And yeah. I love that all of us, the people that I love and that I know within the, the just this uh, episode alone with all the people who have spoken, like we are all finding a way to contribute to change. Um, so thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, yeah, we'll reconnect soon and hopefully we'll have you on the podcast again. Um, and we just got to keep on trucking. Yes, let's do it. Thank you again for the opportunity. I appreciate it. I love talking to you in this like business way. <laughs> we a whole other thing outside of this, y'all. Um, yes. But it's, it's really a pleasure to to be able to to share my voice and and um, you know have those like minded people along. So for all the rest of you out there that are part of the podcast, um, just know that that we're with you. We are with you. We stand with you. We are fighting with you. Um, I can't relate in terms of exactly how you feel, but I can relate on oppression and I can relate on just, you know, taking our freedom being taken away from us. So we're all in this together. Yes. Thank you so much and be safe. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you for being open to this. Um, And I'm excited to dive in. So I want to start by um, just basically asking you to introduce yourself. um, Tell us what race you are, because I feel like with this topic, it's important to have these different backgrounds. Um, And just kind of tell us how you're currently feeling. um, And just, you know, kind of just describe your mental health right now. Mm -hmm. So my name is Colleen. I live in Baltimore and I am white. 
Um, I would say that how I'm feeling right now is a lot of different emotions. I am the mom of a black teenager, so I'm feeling angry and confused and sad and heartbroken. And then some moments I just really don't know how to feel. I feel you. There's, there's many, many, many emotions revolving, um, lots of different energies, good and bad and it's really hard to pinpoint a specific emotion and tie it all into one, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I definitely sit with you in regards to those feelings. Um, I wanted to just kind of ask, um, where are your thoughts in regards to, you know, these protests and, you know, that are eventually of course leading to like riots and looting happening around the world. You know, what, what are your thoughts with that overall? Mm -hmm. You know, it is heartbreaking. And I was just telling James a few minutes ago, I have already lived through this five years ago when Freddie Gray happened and our city went up in flames. And I live in um, an urban neighborhood and work in a mostly black community. And like all hell just broke loose and it is heartbreaking and to be honest with you this is probably one of the only times that I will say this Baltimore is very peaceful right now considering what is happening um around the world and it just it kills me to turn on the tv and see what's happening in other places because I've lived through it and I know what it's like and I know what it feels like and it's scary and it's sad right oh yeah um it's I'm just like, I, it's, there's a, sometimes it's, you're at a loss for words to kind of describe everything that's happening and to see it. And, you know, and, and I, I'm, 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 I'm happy to know that you guys are not dealing with, um, you know, a lot of destruction or the negativity that mm-hmm. protests have been bringing, you know, after the, after the, the peaceful part happens you know, and, and it going bad eventually. So I'm, I'm happy that you guys are not experiencing any of that um, or and, and just loss in general. Um, but how do you feel about the, the protests that are like going bad and they're turning into riots and, and looting and stuff like that? Where are your thoughts with that? You know, it is hard to have thoughts around that because I think I was just talking with my son earlier. I understand. Like, I understand why people are outraged. I don't necessarily understand, because I'm not Black, like, why we're destroying our neighborhoods and our communities. But I understand the outrage. And I wish that um, that as a white mom to a Black teenager and someone who works with Black young black men and women and has lived through something like this I wish I could say like this is not helping like peaceful protests they're helping but really as my son so bluntly told me earlier who listens to peaceful protests yeah like people are listening because all this other stuff is happening right I and I am in full agreement of that and yes I don't condone the violence and I don't condone the the destruction of businesses and buildings right like that's it's gonna affect some people negatively um but I also you know understand the rage of why you feel the necessity to do it and you know some people are taking advantage of the situation um altogether you know the some of those people the people the people that are actually 
protesting like the people that are causing the looting and the rioting probably are not even um a part of the peaceful protest you know they're just out there to like fuck some shit up <laughs> honestly yeah. you know so but if that got your attention well then i'm just gonna stand back and just be like well okay then you know like mm-hmm. i've been saying this several times throughout you know these interviews with people and i'm like look it happened right in front of my house they were lighting fireworks right next to my car and i said look let me go out there let me not get caught up in this crossfire but you do you boo but let me move my car though let me move it mm-hmm. down the block because mm-hmm. um I just got that car, so I need to protect you. But everything else, do you? I'm not gonna stand in your way because I don't get to tell you how to handle your anger, or you know what I mean. Like I have no right to that. So I definitely understand why these things have to happen, and it sucks that it has to happen this way in order to get national, world attention. Um, mm-hmm. And I was speak uh, the we had an, the earlier interviews. Um, the guy said his name is Jay. He said that he was in the military and it's this is kind of like what happens like in the military. You know, you it's like when they go to war and stuff like that, there will be casualties. There will be like things that are going to get destroyed in the process. But that's that's kind of just part of what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, things are going to get rebuilt, replaced. Those windows will go back up. Those doors will open back up one day. Those buildings will get built again. They will rise from those ashes, but all the people that we have lost will not rise from their graves, you know, and I think that is what we need to pay attention. I feel like that is, that is a really big picture to acknowledge that you cannot, you cannot put a building in comparison to a human life. So if, if, if all it took was to burn that damn building down, well, then I mean, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying nothing. Let mm-hmm. it happen. Let it fucking go up in flames then. Because if that's the only way you're going to listen, then let it be. So be it. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, you you say you're a mom of a, of a black teenager and um, you're saying that stuff is pretty peaceful on your side of town. Um, but I wanted to ask, how are you, you know, and your son, besides having those very meaningful conversations, how you guys are contributing to the Black Lives Matter movement or just the movement in general? Um, how are you guys, like, what are you guys doing to spread awareness? Everybody's doing it very differently. And I'm just trying to get everybody to share their ways of doing it because everybody's doing it completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are on the front lines of the protest. Some people are um, emailing. Some people are just like, I'm not out there. I'm not really doing much, but trying to heal internally and trying to understand the scope of this which is also a part of the movement so i wanted to ask you how you and your family are moving are are being a part of the uh, of this movement yeah i think that i have a little bit of an advantage um because i am a white woman who's raising a black teenager who lives in um, a mostly black community um who runs a youth program in a very very like one of the most violent neighborhoods in my city um, and so I have kind of an inside look to things that happen on a regular basis, like things that aren't shown on the news, things that are happening outside my front door, watching police officers interact with my students. I mean, there have been times when I've stood up to the police and said, look, like I was here. I know what happened. And they've listened to me because I'm white and the kid standing next to me is a black teenager. And so I've made my home a very safe place. I've made it 100% clear through my social media presence, through conversations. Like this space is sacred and safe 
but also making a point to call out my friends who I don't think they're being ignorant on purpose. I think sometimes they just don't know the right words. They don't know what to say, Mm -hmm. but educating them, sending them books. Hey, go read this article, watch this movie and really making it known to my, to my black friends and the people that I love. Like I see you, I hear you, I'm standing with you and I don't know everything. And there are things that I will never understand because I'm white, but I will learn and I will stand next to you and I will continue to learn and I will continue to cheer loudly for you. I will continue to stand in like demand justice for you. Yes, I agree. It's, I think the biggest thing um, that I've been hearing throughout these interviews and just in general, I feel like a, a main focus it definitely is within the education part of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and educating ourselves on training or breaking down those old mindsets that are stuck in those old ways and teaching, you know, whether that's researching for our own or having conversations with other people and asking like, you know, um, you know, us being not black to ask our black community members, like, tell us how we can support you. Like, tell us how we should go about, tell us the history so we can fully Mm -hmm. understand we may never ever be able to relate how you're feeling but we can understand and we can learn and we can spread that message to the people that haven't been brought up to those to those histories to to those lessons like help us help you um i think it's a bigger message and it it all comes down within like education um i want to i want to ask uh what do you believe um is is a fair goal under the current the current circumstances like i know that the you know today we we got announced that the cops got you know arrested they haven't been charged with anything yet but they have been arrested and i'm pretty sure that that's not the end goal right like what would you consider a fair goal under the circumstances that we're under oh man that's a hard question because i know what's fair but i also know what probably isn't gonna happen and i think i um, I, I run this program and tonight I had a conversation with my volunteers on a zoom call and I'm like, you know, we're all celebrating. Well, most of the world is celebrating that four officers have now been arrested, but the hard work isn't done. Oh, no. They haven't been convicted and, you know, juries are set up and courtrooms are set up and people fear the police. And so at the end of the day, yes, they were arrested, but this will not be over until there's true justice served and there's true conviction. And honestly, we don't know if that'll happen. I watched the Freddie Gray thing happen right before my eyes in my city. I lived through it and I know that justice wasn't served. And so the end goal obviously would be for that to happen, but we just don't know. Like, and it's, I think that's even more heartbreaking is that yes, we've, we've hit one step in the process, but there's still so much more work to be done. And will we forget about this next week because four officers were arrested? Or will we continue to stand with our friends? Will we continue to fight for them? Will we continue to love them? Will we continue to check in with them? And will will we continue to be present? Or is it just for some of us like, oh, this is the cool trendy thing to do? No, we still need to do the hard work. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Um, it's it's not gonna take these arrests, you know. And I was saying earlier to another to another of the interviews, I was saying like, 
you know, come a couple months from now when they're going through trial and all that kind of stuff and let there be some type of conviction that does or let them mm-hmm. just get off easier. They don't get the justice that needs to be served. If you think this is bad now, imagine how people will react months from now. This is exactly this is not yes. over. Um, it doesn't stop there. Just just because they're arrested doesn't mean like okay, well let let me take a seat. Continue to protest. Continue to pressure the the, the police departments. Continue to pressure the government system. Um, you know to to make to do the right thing continue to protest to you know the hall of justices and all those buildings um to put the pressure on them to to know that we have not forgotten just because y'all arrested them don't mean nothing to us that doesn't mean that they are serving justice um yet you're just holding them because you're trying to prepare a case for them that don't mean nothing to us until we know that they have they are serving whatever time that they deserve to be served we may want to just exhale but right now we're holding our breaths. So the fight is not going to stop there. Um, there's definitely is, has to be a goal um, that goes beyond this. That even if if they were to get, you know, to the full extent of, 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 of the sentencing of that they deserve, um, there's more to that. There's or How are we going to stop that from happening again? How are we going to change the police force from not acting out in such brutal ways? You know, there's so many other things that we need to work on. This definitely doesn't end here. So we we just got to hope for change, you know. And let's be honest, they're police officers. There's privileges in these jails that they're going to get that other people don't get. Like, and it's sad. Like, it just, oh, the whole thing just breaks my heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. There's definitely (laughs) lots of privilege there, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. But we need to be treated as equal cops or not. Like if 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 I wouldn't committed a crime, if I wouldn't murdered somebody, y'all would arrest me right then and there. Um, mm-hmm. So why does a cop get to go on paid leave until y'all figure that shit out when it's plain in daylight right there that it happened? Um, so there has to be some type of equality across all boards. Um, but I'm I'm going into the last question. Um, I just want to be able to give you the next couple of minutes to just vent. Um, and kind of let us know how you're feeling about everything, you know, kind of like your final thoughts of what, like, you know, you've said so much already, but what, what have you like, haven't said that you want to just let out. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give you the floor and just kind of express yourself and how you're feeling. Yeah. I think my final thoughts are this, like as a white person, I would encourage my other white friends and your white listeners to check on your friends, check on your friends of color, check on your friends who look different than you and make yourself available to hear them. Don't go to them and ask them to teach you all the history lessons that you could Google or what you should read. There's a lot of resources right now that are available. And I think the sad, one of the saddest things for me right now is like, what do I say to my son who yesterday had a literal like meltdown of like, I was born black. I think Sam said something very similar on your podcast on Monday or last week. Like, it's like you're born with a target on your back because of the color of your skin. I will never understand how he lives. And I would be lying if I didn't say that every time he walks out my front door to walk to the corner store, to the park, to play basketball, to sit on the front steps with his friends, whether or not I worry about, you know, I worry about whether or not he's going to walk back through my door. And I 
should not have to have conversations with my child about how he should interact with the police, how she he should interact with white people, how he should interact with a white woman walking next to him in the park. Like it just kills me. And so I just encourage you, like educate yourself, get to know, especially these young black men and women. They're not thugs. They're not scary. There are a few bad apples, yes, but like a lot of these kids have and these young um, black and white, or I'm sorry, these young um, black men and women have such bright futures ahead of them, but we've already like disregarded them because of their skin color. And so, yeah, I just educate yourself and be kind and know like what you're like, just know your actions. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And I commend you for, you know, doing your due diligence as a, as a mother. You know, we're, we're both moms and we're both just trying mm-hmm. to do the best that we can and having those really tough conversations with our children about how to be out in, the, in that world and how to act around authority. Um, so there, there's definitely fear and you're trying, you know, it's, it's hard to not want like break down in front of your kids when you have those, these tough conversations and because of the pain that you, or the fear that you have when your children leave through that door. You know, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I commend you for having those conversations and for, you know, just trying to, you know, understand more and trying to learn more. And so you can raise your son properly out and, and for your son to have the same opportunities that everybody else has. And that's all we want. We want equality amongst all. We want all our children to have the same um, opportunities without being suppressed or already being like, you don't get a chance because of the color of your skin. So I know change mm-hmm. is coming and and we can just continue to hope that progression continues to evolve and that it eventually gets better and better. Um, so thank you so much for hopping on this um, on this episode, this very special episode, and for voicing out your emotions and your thoughts and your feelings and just overall everything that you have said. So thank you so much for being open to this. Thanks for having me. Yes. So we will reconnect and hopefully in the near future when we have... Uh, more podcast episodes where we can bring in more guests that we can reconnect and have you on again yes thank you you're welcome all right stay safe um take care you and your family and we will talk soon